You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com and emailing us at nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com ideas from everywhere voices from nowhere since 2011 hold up before we get into this episode uh we gotta do some fourth wall breaking or maybe more poetic way to say it is a podcast prologue uh this episode was recorded the day the oscar nominations came out i was on my way back from universal studios and i stopped at doug's we recorded it was set to come out quicker. It didn't. So dive into this episode knowing that we're talking about the nominations and see if we got anything correct. We were talking out of our ass the entire time, which we always do. So if we got anything right, get on us because we go everywhere else in this episode. So here is the episode. Prologue done. Fourth wall rebuilt. This is Josh. This is Doug. And this is Nowhere, California, on the road, live via satellite. No, not satellite. Uh, well, I mean, we could probably tape a little, like, dish thing to yeah. this thing. But uh, in, in all honesty, it's uh, live via the immortal uh, voice recorder of Portable Nowhere. Portable pocket recorder. Of Nowhere, California infamy. I think I have seen, I think I have put my voice on this thing more than I have any other thing in the Nowhere history. I think so, because, well... Any time of traveling, I don't want to bring everything. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, lugging around two microphones, a laptop, and yeah. all that stuff. Well, is... that's more when I'm uh, using your house as a hotel. Which has become the thing now. Yeah. Well, it, it saves money since I, I don't have money. And it helps that I live in, like, the mecca of shit to do. But that's also a plus, too, because with my perpetual nature of getting the Universal Pass going every year. Mm-hmm. Um, this has become my traditional pit stop along the way. We are a truck stop without the gas station. Yeah, on the way there, I stop at the Gamble House. And yep. on the way back, I stop at Doug's house. Stop at the Porter House. Yes. Without it, a steak. Yeah. And then no DeLorean. And no DeLorean, yeah. sadly. But anyways, um, I think the last time I was here was for Los Angeles Comic Con, right? Yes, Los Angeles Comic Con 2017. And then, and then that's when we were recording on the mics and... Um, I left you a present. Yes, that I did not find until you told me where it was. As you were in the in the, in the party, <laughs> in the party. Yeah. So, so I think it's time to introduce Nowhere California story time. Let you hear that a little bit. We're yeah. only going to do this for about eight seconds, otherwise we got to pay copyright. So. But also too, with, well, you haven't listened to the last episode then because <laughs> I play about a little under a minute of Bob Dylan. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't think Bob Dylan will care. Yeah, well, I've always been, uh, my plan is if I have to go to the court, it'd be like, it was for my freaking journalism teacher. Yeah. I love Bob Dylan. Anyways, uh, well. So let's go back to story time. Go back to story time and go back to another death in my life. Yeah. <laughs> You're a tough person to know, man. God damn it. <laughs> uh, you're the reason I take vitamins, dick. <laughs> hey, look who you're talking to here, man. <laughs> With my health issues lately, we're, when do we get old? <laughs> Uh, sometime after the age of 30. Oh, God damn it. See, what's great, though, is I haven't hit the old number of 30 yet. I'm 33. 
So I'm still like young 30s. Yeah. And I hit 35. It's 35. When that, everything sorry. falls apart. That's that's the you got to check another box on the survey thing. Oh, because you have eighteen to thirty four, then you have thirty five to corpse. Ah, credit Chris Hardwick for that joke. Fuck me, I know I, I haven't filled out anything in a long time. Then. Oh, bitch, you're in for it. Oh God. Okay. Oh man. Let's let's, 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 let's rewind back. back to story time. Yeah. Um, as we t- discussed in a past episode of Nowhere, uh, my dad passed away. <sighs> he was a wrestling fan. Uh, Nick's a wrestling fan. Doug's a wrestling fan. We're all wrestling fans. Um, yes. In early um, wrestling fandom for us, me and Doug would go to signings and stuff, and mm-hmm. my dad would come along. Yes. Took and, your dad to Universal City Walk for the Brian Kendrick Paul London signing yep. in two thousand and six. Yeah, I believe so. It's either oh five or oh six. One yeah. or two. And that was uh, the same day that we had our immortal. Uh, picture token for the WWE.com. Yes, that was the one time we made it on the front page of WWE.com. And I think we may be the only fans that were that prominent. Yeah, I think so. They We were definitely the only fan picture shown of the event. Yeah, but I, if, how prominent we were on that front page. Yeah, we were. For, as soon as you loaded that page, we were right we, up on the front. Our ugly mugs were there. Hey, we're not ugly. All right, we're just not our type. Okay, good. And me wearing my movie shirt. <laughs> 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 okay, so but um, your dad after my dad passed, I inherited some of his uh, wrestling regalia paraphernalia. Use the big words here. Um, basically, that means the Funkos that I bought him over the years, mm-hmm. and then also to this little George the Animal Steel mini Funko, I think it is, or whatever yeah, I think called. those are. I think those are the um, blind baggers. Blind baggers, yes. Yeah. Um, they don't call them blind bags. They call them something else. Yeah, but, but I, I don't care. We all know them as blind baggers. But also, too, as soon as I got that, I was like, I'm going to lose this thing. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, I'm going to, I got to do something special with this. So I decided to give it to Doug, and then I figured, I'll, I'll see how observant he is when I give it to him. Because after him and his wife went to sleep that night, I got up and I uh, placed George Animal Steel next to his. Uh, other collectibles such as his Batgirl bust and all that stuff, and I took a picture. In case you guys haven't noticed, I'm not very observant because it took about a month, month or so before I, he told me where it was. Yeah, and, and flash forward to that month, and where I sent him a picture that I took next to his Batgirl bust and everything, and the first thing he was thinking was, "You got a Batgirl bust?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "No, look closer." <laughs> Then I realized it was my place. As he was sitting on the toilet. Yep, on the potty. So, so long now, story short, I guess. Yeah. Well, after he realized it was in his place, then I kind of gave him the the hallmark spiel of what's right. there, entrusting you with this, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, my wife and I um, have a very unique perspective on death and death of loved ones and things like that. Um, we we kind of take a lot of different things from a lot of different cultures. And kind of put our own like put our own thoughts behind them, so we tend to set up little memorial things for our loved ones um, who have passed. And and your dad was one of my loved ones, um, so on our shelf right now we have his memorial um, pamphlet. I don't uh, know what mo- uh, memorial service program. Thank you, program. I couldn't think of another word, but pamphlet. where uh, his middle name is misspelled in mi- the inside and on the back. Yes, but you know, come and come. Yeah. Um, we did have the George the Animal Steel figure with it. We 
then had to have our house completely packed up because we had to have a full top to bottom extermination done. Ooh. Um, so, uh, bugs, bed kind, ah. bed kind. And how you kill them, you basically turn the heat up in here oh. to 200 degrees. Holy crap. Which I don't know if you've noticed on some things, but it kind of melted some shit. More, I'll show you. Yeah, I can kind of see So your... you see that blind mover thing? Yeah. Yeah, melted the shit out of it. In your Harley Quinn frame. Melted the shit out of it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we lost about three picture frames and some other shit. Oh, wow. So, George got packed up with some other collectibles and put away safely. He is now in the closet. Uh, we just have not gotten a free weekend to get everything unloaded. So eventually once, he'll return yes. to the shelf. And then George will return to the shelf next to next to the, uh, the the program, and that's where he will live uh, in infamy until yeah. the next house where he will get put on a bigger place. Yeah, I think I'll, uh, next time I'm here, I'll have a picture, a better picture, so you don't have. To I have would that. appreciate that. Yeah, if we could, if we could have a picture of your dad up on the shelf, we would greatly appreciate yeah. that. How about the parallel to me and him and Marty Janetti? That would be great. I think that will that be will that would be perfect. Yeah, because yeah. just we, so fucking random. Yeah, because <laughs> we we want to remember your dad and. Like I said, we have our own and little Marty Janetti. And Marty Janetti, well, he's it. That dude's gonna. That I think that guy's gonna become the Keith Richards of wrestling. He's just not gonna die. You'd think. So, but yeah, we want to have we want to have your dad. Um, well, Prominent. my dad yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I I consider him. A, you oh, know, like your dad and my dad. Yeah. And your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, on to on to uh, the, the news of the day, the preemptive of Hollywood's biggest night in Kevin Smith's words. Yes. The Oscar nominations were announced today as in today's the... Today is January 23rd, 2018. This won't probably post until the first week or second week of February. So you guys Since watched the Oscars. It was great. Now we're going to talk about the nominees that you when saw win. Oscars? I don't know. I think the late February, early March. I was just so joking we're how long it's going to take to come up. Well, no, I was going to throw <laughs> Nick under the bus since he's going to London. <laughs> I get, well... He goes to London. I get to do an episode with Doug. Hey. And Phil gets to sit off the side going, what the fuck? I can stand here and not move or talk and look like one of those royal guards if it makes you feel better. Yeah, no. Sure? I'm the one not going to London. I could care less. Oh, okay. Nick's going to London. He's going to get smacked by one of those guys. I bet you anything. See, the thing thing that cracks me up about London, specifically, it's kind of like America, but... Rainier. Fancier. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, you're just going to poor New York, I would say. <laughs> no. Less tall. Yeah, less tall. Less tall New I York. I want to say poor New York. Yes. So now that I've ripped on all of our London fans, yes. I, I love you guys. Cheerio. Um, okay, so. So we're going to yes. talk about the Oscar nominations, the main four. Yeah, we're going to talk about the main four, and then one of the twists with it. My God, a horror movie has been nominated Good Lord, yeah. for the top four, which we're going to, as you guys know, we are huge, huge horror fans. Yeah. We're going to rip the shit out of it in a good way. Uh, let's let's start with uh, Best Actress nomination. Oh, so you want to start from the yeah, bottom well, we're and gonna, work your way up? Yeah, we're going to go start from the bottom and work our way up. All right. You want to drink the shit out of this? Yes. All right. So the nominees for Best Actress were Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water. Francis McDormand from Three Billboards is what they call it. I'm going to read his full title Three Billboards Outside Ebony, Missouri. Margot, Margot Robbie for I, Tanya. I'm going to pull a fucking Travolta on this one. Uh, Sarias Ronan for Lady Bird. I think he got it. 
But you're talking to the guy that couldn't get Gigliotti to save his life. That's true. Yeah. And, of course, it wouldn't be an Oscar without her being nominated, Meryl Streep for The Post. For that one, I think it's going to be mainly between uh, Sally Hawkins and Frances McDormand. I mean, can we at at this point just kind of say Meryl Streep's kind of just had had enough? I I mean, in my opinion, she should just stop. I mean, it's not her choice. Yeah, she it's just the studio. Is it's just the studios and the and the production companies that push her to get nominated and yeah. things like that. But I think she should, on her own, say, "Look, guys, I've been nominated twenty-seven times. I've won sixty-two times. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and bow out of all future." Well, let's let's go back to your high school days and put yourself in her shoes. Put put myself in Meryl Streep's shoes in high school. Okay, well, that explains all the beatings I got. I just pulled that stupid shit out of my ass. I don't... Okay, yeah, so... It was a dumb joke. No, I mean, I mean, I it, I, I liked Devil well, Wears Prada in high school. Was it even out? No, it came out in 2007. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Put yourself in her shoes. The fact of... The studios throw her in for a nomination. Right. So she's probably like, whatever. No, don't get me wrong. I mean, but, no skin off. I mean, don't get me wrong. She deserves it every time. She's an amazing actress. How many actress. parties you get to go to? How many, right. Yeah. I'm not saying she can't participate. I'm not saying that she can't present and she can't yeah. go to these award functions or she can't win. The they honestly they should just create a goddamn Meryl Streep award and it goes to an actress every year and it should be Meryl Streep presenting it every year, going like this bitch, this bitch is good, <laughs> you know. But like, I think the I just it's. Um, it's kind of like, um, to me, it's kind of like Daniel Day-Lewis. You've been nominated enough fucking times. You've won enough goddamn awards. Don't use up that spot that could go to somebody well, who could really... Well, he's retiring. Good. Yeah, he's retiring this year. Good. Not that I think he's terrible. I love Daniel Day-Lewis. Games in New York is one of my favorite fucking movies. Um, never seen Chicago. Uh, no, wait, was he in Chicago? No, he wasn't. Which yeah, one was Richard he in? Gere. Which one was he in? Which, one, which musical movie was... Uh, nine, I think. Nine. 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 Okay, so... So good, it was almost 10. I (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry, guys. I just got over over bronchitis. And I caught him off guard with that one. (laughs) Oh, fuck my life. Okay. Um, But back to what we were saying. Yeah, okay. So... Margot Robbie, I think, would be the dark horse. uh, Yeah, I think if if anybody's going to steal it, it would be Margot Robbie. Um, but honestly, I'm going to say it's probably going to be Francis Winor. Now, I unfortunately suffer from a side effect known as parenting, um, where I am unable to see about 257% of movies that are out there. Uh, so I've not seen any of these. I've yeah. actually probably... I haven't say, seen any of them myself. I don't think I've seen any movies that have been nominated for anything, except for the Razzies, probably. Yeah. Um, Okay, so moving on from Best Actress, you want to just automatically move up to Actor? You want yeah, to like to throw actor. a pension and go to Picture? Like, no, we'll go to Actor. We'll just work right. our way up. All right, Actor. So let's see. Best Actor. Oh, my God. I'll read these. Oh, go for it. You screw up the name. Yeah. Uh, first up uh, is Timothy Chalamet from Call Me By Your Name. That sounds so kinky. Well, it's a gay romance movie. Kinkier. Awesome. Yeah, he... he is in a romance with Army Hammer. He's a that's, younger guy. That's not Army Hammer is older guy. It's in Italy and stuff. It's it's Oscar bait. That's not a bad person to be in a romantic relationship. Yeah, Army Hammer's a good looking dude. Yeah. Um, Daniel Day Lewis, Phantom Thread. Okay. Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, Kaluuya from Get Out. 
uh, Gary Ullman for Darkest Hour, which he's he's going to win this. Right, he's the, he's the new Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like the Leonardo DiCaprio took forever to win. Well, yeah, well, so is so is Gary Oldman. Gary, well, Gary Oldman's like the lock. It's pretty much like he they can just start the award show with like Gary, come up here and get your damn Oscar. <laughs> it just starts with Gary holding the statue. Yeah. Look, you guys knew this was gonna happen. We're just yeah. getting it out of the way. It's now. just on the red carpet. Whoever the first uh, reporter is on the red carpet that gets <laughs> the, uh, Gary Oldman is like here. They wanted me to give this to you. Don't be TMZ. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're on the... Yeah, I was going to say, they never get on red carpets. I, the, uh, award red carpets, no. no. Other red carpets, yeah. Awards, at least... The award ceremonies at least go... No, the no. ones that everybody, you know, legitimately cares you, about. You fuckheads, get yeah. off of here. Right. Um, and then uh, Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Which is... What cracks me up about the poster for Roman J. Es- um, Israel Esquire... Um, well, that's from the di- same director as Nightcrawler. Right. Yeah. Right. But the poster... Is the back of his head. Yeah. You never know that it's Denzel Washington in that movie until you read the poster and it says Denzel Washington. But it's like the back of his head. I was like, that's... I was I was so baffled by it. And then I was like, that's the power of Denzel Washington. That motherfucker said, bitch, I can grow a fro, wear a velvet, velvet crushed maroon suit, and you could show the back of my head and I'll still put asses in the seats. And motherfucker did. Yeah, and it's, it looks like it's a really good movie. He plays a lawyer and everything that's right. kind of a weird lawyer. That one, of se- of- one of 17 Denzel Washington roles. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like we said, it's going to be Gary Oldman. Yeah, I mean, it's going it, to... Honestly, it's either Gary Oldman or Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, I, I, the reason I could say Daniel Day-Lewis is a lot of people know he's retiring. Yeah, so maybe one of, like a final nod. But yeah. I think if, if it's not Gary Oldman, it's going to be... Uh, what was his name from Get Out? Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, yeah. Kaluuya. Kaluuya. I think I think he'll be the I would like to see him. The long I mean, shot. yeah. I would like because to see the, him. Because from what I've seen in the movie and just yeah. everything I know about Get Out and everything and the dude's British. Right. Yeah. So you got to give him credit for throwing out that American accent. Again, parenting, haven't seen any of these. I do have Get Out on my DVR. I haven't watched it. I, I don't have a kid. I'm lazy. Right. But uh, it's it, basically when it comes to Get Out, it's not really one of those things I'm avoiding it. It's just I know I'm going to have to sit there. Well, yeah, and I want to make sure I watch have every the, aspect of it. Right, I want to make sure I have the time to watch it without being on my phone or trying to take care of the kid or trying to like do, do stuff. something else. Yeah. Um, no, because I want to dedicate because it's a, I'm a good big, movie. I'm a big fan of Jordan Peele. I am a big fan of horror. I'm a big fan of independent horror i'm a big Are those little movies that come out of nowhere and just do it just fucking right wing the sh- or and just right field the shit out of it um yeah i the 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 fortune the, well i guess the word is unfortunate that i'm looking for the unfortunate thing about the oscars as compared to the golden globes or something like the emmys or the or the grammys the oscars are chosen by people and the problem is, is some people, a lot of the Oscar stuff is political-based and influence-based. People vote You to, don't remember the controversy of the Golden Globes? Do I look like I remember the controversy of the Golden Globes? Well, to kind of give you a correct correction. Um, the, TLDR. The um, Golden Globes are chosen by the Critics Association. Right. And there was a big controversy a couple years back when the tourist was dominated for drama when it was clearly a comedy, but also to it sucked. Right. And basically everybody's throwing out there that the... Studio and producers and everything of the tours draw the buttload of money. Oh, okay. To okay. get their nomination. Then also, yeah. too, you throw in the fact the past couple of years that CW has won several actress awards for television roles like Jane the Virgin mm-hmm. and um, My Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Great shows. I'm not knocking the shows, 
but compared to who they were up against, right. there's something up there, and that's there, there's controversy. Yeah. I think personally, to me, I think the Oscars are less controversial because it is from like the actors. It's your fellow actor yeah. or our crew member. Yeah, it's members of the academy. Right. Well, the like, point I was trying to make is before I rudely interrupted. Right. The point I was trying to make is look. I think at this point we can all kind of agree that Gary Oldman or Daniel Kalea or Timothy Chalamet should rightfully get it because they're new. They took risks with their roles. They took financial risks with their roles and things like that. But that's not how the Oscars are determined. Yeah. You know, so it's it it it's sort of a... It's determined it's sort of by have, somebody that can't present an uh, envelope. Correctly. Yeah, it's sort of I have a bird in one hand and a dynamite in the other, and I kind of got to put them together and see what happens. <laughs> okay, so I think... Nice I, visual. Yeah, right? Okay, so we're on to Best Director now. Yes, Director. Point, I think, right? Okay, yeah. so I'm scrolling and scrolling. I think, so, I think so, too. Well, just music. Do, 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 do. Best Director. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, so for Best Director, we've got Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. This is a hard category. I was going to say, let's not negate the fact that minus Jordan Peele and Greta Gerwig, you've got three hugely sought out, established, knocked down, balls out, I will fuck your mother on film and you'll like it. Directors, yeah, and then you have two uh, Jordan Pill. This is his first feature directorial right. role, yeah. And then you know Greta Gerwig being the first, not the first woman nominated for best director, but the but sort of the first woman to be nominated after Catherine Bigelow, kind of blew that door down. You know, but it took a couple years for that right, door yeah. to get blown apart. Yeah, again. exactly. But, I mean, that's the thing, is you've got these two indie darlings who are, and who could fuck your mother on film and you'd like it, going up against three established directors and who could fuck your mother and, and on for film For Greta like Gerwig, it. this is her first mainstream movie. Like, okay, so this is her first one out the show. For, okay. uh, for directing. She directed a movie called Nights and Weekends in 2008. Okay. Looks like with... Probably no a, probably a, probably a low-financed, low micro-budget something. Oh, she starred in it. She started in it as herself. Oh, which makes sense. I mean, a lot of actors do that. Yeah, uh, but this is her first main, like, big grasp at the right. mainstream world. Yep. So it, this is a tough one. On it, I mean, this is. I'm not. I am not going to pick. Uh, I'll pick. I'm not going to. I'll, I'll I'll throw my dick in the wind. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go against the establishment. Um, it's either going to be Jordan Pill or Greta. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. I don't think. I, I mean, I'd I, love to see Guillermo get yeah. it because he's been a freaking fantastic director and let's not mention it's a fucking monster movie yeah i mean that's the thing let's let's it's a romantic monster forgetting forgetting about where they're established or whatnot jordan peele and gamer del toro are nominated for fucking horror movies yeah like that hasn't happened since like well yeah oh no six cents silence and lambs exorcist no silence and lambs six cents silence and lambs came out before six no it did not i was a kid when Silence of the Lion came out. You uh, vamp. Yeah, well, play, imagine, well, play imaginary piano. Well, okay. Play imaginary piano now. Imaginary piano, damn it. Nineteen ninety nine for six cents. So yeah, it kind of goes like starting backwards. Uh, okay, you're going backwards. Yeah, I'm going okay, backwards. I thought you were going forwards. So yeah, starting. I back- clearly remember seeing Little Mermaid in Oklahoma when my parents and my aunt 
and my uncle went and saw Silence of the Lambs at the theater. There. God damn it, please use that as an episode title. Seeing Little Mermaid in Oklahoma. Just find a way to fucking work that into a title. It'll be this one. The, uh, yeah, The <laughs> Little Mermaid in Oklahoma. Seeing the Little Mermaid in Oklahoma. <laughs> Seeing the Little Mermaid in Oklahoma. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think at this point, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a breakout yeah. person, and you know it's down between Jordan Peele and Greta Gerwig. Okay, do we feel that we need to discuss the Lady Bits thing going on having some sort of an influence on Greta winning? I think with other shows, they it would be a poignant thing, but for us, it's not where we stand. Yeah, it, it it's if it's a damn good movie, and from everything I heard of Lady Bird, yeah, it's a damn good movie. Yeah. And she, she'll deserve the win if she gets the win. Yeah. If she doesn't get the win, like we said when we first initially went through these nominees, yeah. it's a damn tough ta- category. Yeah. There's no real out, out front runner there. Yeah. Like with Gary Oldman with the best actors, like he's been cleaning house. Yeah. Like we still got BAFTAs to go through. We still got the SAGs just happened. Mm-hmm. We still got a bunch of award shows to mm-hmm. mire our way through where directors could be coming out of nowhere going, hey, I win. Yeah. So, yes, right now we're in that world of the Women's March, the Me yeah. Too and everything, which, yeah. and as they put it on the Golden Globe, time's up. It's time for these right. walls to start crumbling down yeah. because it's time for talent to shine and not just be, oh, yeah. she's a girl. Okay, since I haven't been on the show since this whole thing has happened, PSA, stop touching naughty bits without people saying yes to touching naughty bits. Yeah. Naughty well, bits are fun for fun. Yeah. Okay, best picture. Okay. I, I'll read the Let's, rest. You do five, and then I'll do five. There's ten? There's, it's always ten. Oh, wow. You don't remember when they changed that? No. I, well, last year wasn't ten. Well, last, yeah, last year was like there was some ruling behind it or something like that. Okay, so I'll read the first five. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so I'll read the first five. Uh, first up is Calling Me By Your Name, the Army Hammer, the kid with the weird name. Uh, then Darkest Hour, the uh, Gary Oldman, World War II, uh, Winston Churchill flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dunkirk. Another World War II flick. Yeah. Get Out. And Lady Bird. All right. Follow that up with Phantom Thread, uh, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Fortunately, I can't give you descriptions like Josh did because I haven't fucking seen or read about any of these. I'll I'll, I'll reiterate (laughs) what you were talking about. Uh, Phantom Thread is the Paul Thomas Anderson movie with um, Daniel Day-Lewis. It's about... Uh, fashion designer romance thing. Oh, man, I thought it was about haunted ghosts, like ghost threads. Yeah, that'd be like cool. Like ghost clothes. Yeah. The Post is uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, Meryl Streep, and Tom Hanks, freaking yeah, Hollywood sweethearts. See, I thought it was the sequel to The Mailman. Yeah, you never know. Uh, the Shape of Water, you know that one. Yeah, which is monster movie. Yeah, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Wait, I think I have an idea of what this one is. Let me know if I'm right here. Yeah, okay, okay, hold on. So, uh... Uh, lady from Burn After Reading, uh, Frances McDormand. Uh, so her daughter is something missing, killed, I kidnapped. She's, something. Uh, if she is missing and then ends up dead, right? And cops aren't doing shit, so she takes three, the first three billboards into town, buys them, and puts like, like basically calls out the cops on these yes. billboards. Yeah. Hey, you got it exactly right. Woo-hoo! And from what the Wards world has been doing lately, I'm leaning more towards that one right. winning Best Picture. Okay. But I would love to see Get Out win, just right. because we're about to talk about that in a moment. Right. 
But also, too, the ultimate dark horse for this one, I'm going to lean more towards Ladybird. Okay. Because it's, it's become the awards darling, too. Okay. But uh, I'm leaning more towards uh, Three Billboards winning it. Three Boards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Because also, too, that one is from the director of In Bruges, and In Bruges is an amazing In Bruges is one of the best fucking movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I knew I had to throw In Bruges into our uh, movie quotes for December when fucking I realized In Bruges. It, it is a Christmas movie. It's, oh, God, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. So, so can we, I mean, can we all honestly say at this point that Dunkirk probably isn't going to win anything? I don't, I don't think so. I think uh, Christopher Nolan still has his Oscar movie coming. Yeah. Yeah, Dunkirk is an amazing movie, but I think it just came out too soon after the last award season. Right. Because it's like, oh, hey, Dunkirk, not knocking it or anything. But that's it. That's basically it on the nominees. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we really want, I really want to get more into the fact that there's a horror movie nominated. I do want. Times. I do want to say one quick thing. Shout out to Emily Gordon and Kumal Nanjiani. Oh yes, for um, Big Sick. It is really awesome to see people who came up from the early comedy worlds, podcasting world, podcasting world, and just really just kind of really cool people. Fucking winning at life, you guys. Yeah. Can, I mean, you guys have already had huge success with other things you guys have done, but like nothing beats an Oscar. So fucking congratulations, yeah, and especially how personal th- that story is to them. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so congratulations, you guys. You probably... Love and life. Yeah, so... And you deserve every bit of it. Yeah, even if you don't win, just being nominated, it's worth it. You enjoy that night. Yes. Now let's talk blood. All right, let's 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 talk scary shit. Yeah, Get Out is a... I believe Jordan Peele put it as a social horror. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think, yeah, social horror is the best way to say it, I think... But it's a horror. It's yes, flat out horror. it is a flat out horror. Unlike uh, Golden Globes throwing it into the comedy musical category, yeah, and uh, HBO throwing it into the comedy channels. Yeah, let's not. <coughs> now, sorry when when we say horror, we're not. There are a thousand subgenres of horror. We're not talking. Where blood it's not a slash. Yeah, it's not a slasher. We're not going to see Jordan Peele make Friday the Thirteenth Part Twelve Thousand, which would be kind of awesome. I mean, he's rebooting Twilight Zone, which is going to be amazing, right? Um, and he's choosing his paths right because he was offered a bunch of different stuff. I think he was authored Cthulhu movie. Nice, but then he turned it down because it was like this is too much. This is I. Yeah, and you need a dark director to do that kind of movie. I think he could do it. It's I just I would like to see Burton take on Cthulhu. The whole world of Lovecraft and Cthulhu. Yeah, that's uh, it's either got to be Burton or Stuart Gordon. Yeah, there's so much to that world, and I don't really know that world too much. But from what I know of it. For those of you not seeing, I just pointed towards my bedroom where my wife is at. She is a Cthulhu fan. Yeah. I mean, that's what we'll talk about in the next month. Yes. Yeah, preview. My wife's going to be on the show. It's been a while. Yes. And that's probably the title of that episode. It's been a while. It's been a while since I made music that even sounded good. Well, he's country now. Ugh, fuck him. Yeah. No, nah, I give him credit. He, mm. he, I, I, I <laughs> felt bad for the band. Yeah. <laughs> But at least him and Hootie realized <laughs> we're good at country. So okay. back to horror. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, like we talked about a little bit earlier, it, I think this is the first horror nomination, big horror nomination since Six Sense. Six Sense. Yeah, since Six Sense. Since yeah. M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah. Yeah. Who making a fucking comeback this year? Yes. Or last God. year? God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think okay. that's like our fifth. God damn it! In this episode. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Don't yeah. strike me down. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> right, I know, at this yeah. point. I mean, if it was going to happen, it would have happened at this point. It would have happened, like, several episodes ago. Yeah, but, <laughs> episode um, two. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Six yeah. Sense was the last big horror nomination. Right. And we look at movies right now. 
Yeah. Everybody's like freaking out because Logan got the nomination and it's like, oh, finally a superhero movie getting some love. But no, it's technical. Yeah. Well, no, it's no, it's a script. Was it? I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't it's, read that part. It best adapted script, but also too, even technical sides out of it. Yeah. Um, the superhero genre is part of the award landscape in the technical world right. and the visual effects, makeup, and everything right. like that. No matter what, that's still them getting love. Right. Horror has still been that weird kid that sits in the back of the classroom that doesn't talk. Right. Yeah, I mean, for fuck's sakes, like, so many horror movies over the last ten years should have been nominated for visual effects that weren't. Yeah. That, I mean, because, want, yeah. The only reason they didn't get nominated is because they were on the outskirts. Right, they're a horror movie. You yeah. know, and, and I... And some of the best practical effects that are still being used is are being in used horror. in horror. Yeah, exactly. And now, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not... We're, we're not sitting here... Burning the fucking house down, going like, "Horrors made it to the Oscars. It's gonna be there forever." I'm doing that because hell yeah, you do realize. But, uh, we, but next we, year it's gonna be a forgotten. Yeah, I say thing. we realize that it's not gonna be a yearly thing. This is sort of a special situation. We're not gonna see Texas Chainsaw the beginning nominated next year. I mean, it's Texas Chainsaw the beginning, kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's you hit the nail right on the head there. Exactly. Because it still stands when it comes to comedy. There's good. There's mid-road, there's bad. Yeah. Drama, good, good mid-road, mid-road, bad. bad. Horror, good, bad. bad. There's no middle. <laughs> there's very little middle. You can't really go to a horror movie and go, it was okay. Yeah, no one likes to have a horror movie going like, eh. Yeah. You either go, holy crap, what the hell did I just watch? Or, or holy crap, what the hell did I just, I just watch? <laughs> it's the tone. Yeah. So, okay, so get out. I'm not giving you the Rotten Tomatoes score because as far as I'm concerned, Rotten Fuck Tomatoes can suck a fucking dick. 7.7 on IMDb out of 10 based on 235,866 reviews. It's pretty good. Metacritic, 84 out of 100 based off of 48 reviews. So Metacritic, not a lot to it, but it's got a solid B. It's, it's getting good yeah. critical love. And if, just to throw it out there, I, if I remember correctly, if you still have it up listed, yep. Rotten Tomato score for Get Out was 100% fresh, wasn't it? Give me two seconds. Yeah, he'll double check that. You As can. he's checking that uh, that score out, um, you can also look at the kind of the lineage for Get Out because Get Out kind of came out of nowhere. As much as I like to use that as a pun, mm-hmm. um, because it was after Key and Pill ended. Yep, and everybody was like, "Okay, what are they going to do next? Going to do next?" We heard rumors of a Police Academy reboot. We heard rumors of just different comedy things that they're going to do, and then all of a sudden we get, "Oh, Jordan Pill's going to do a freaking horror movie." Oh, hey, bitch, I'm going to scare you. Okay, yeah. No, that's what Jordan Peele yeah. said. Hey, bitch, oh, I thought you were going to scare me. Uh, I actually am going to scare you. You were close. 99%. It was a really good score. Frightening. Well, 87% on audience because fuck it. I already just looked at it. Might as well tell you what it was. Well, the frightening part of that is when Rotten Tomatoes actually has something that actually is legit. Right. But um, And that was the thing. Everybody was like, oh, wow, he's going to do a horror movie. And he even did an interview with uh, Chris Hardwick on The Nerdist talking about how they talked about having him in the movie. And he's like, no, I can't do that. Right. Because he knew, his filmmaking mind knows, you see Pill from King Pill pop up in a movie, it's going to be, oh, so You think you're going to laugh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, no, we're yeah. not going to do that. And from the chunks, the chunks I've seen of the movie, it's a creepy fucking movie. Right. Especially there's a scene where he's tied down and I think it's the brainwashing aspect that's starting to happen. Uh, spoiler alert. And Steven Root's on the TV talking directly to him. Right. It's, it's shot beautifully mm-hmm. and it's creepy as fuck. Part of what I can think, like, as great as, like, everybody's saying it is and, like, the scene you just talked about 
you know, with the creep factor and kind of getting everybody in the seat. There is an underlying thing that's happening with it that I've experienced firsthand that I know has happened, that not just happened with somebody that I know, but because of that story, I've heard other people say it. Um, somebody that uh, my wife and I know, uh, we were talking, or my wife was talking to her about movies and stuff, and she had asked, did, did you see Get Out? And my wife was like, oh, no, we haven't seen it, but Doug wants to, blah, 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 blah. And she just went on this big old tirade about, like, it's a racist movie and, like... Wow. How dare they? And all of this other jazz, and just, just uh, you know, social justice warrior for for the for the people of Get Out. And my wife was like, "Do you know who direct, like, wrote it and directed it?" And she was like, "That doesn't matter. It does." So <laughs> I, so I think that, like, I think for what's bringing down the score a little bit, as far as 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 like making it like a B score. Um, is those people people who are viewing this movie but not view but people who don't know that it was a black man yeah. who wrote and directed it was a it was a black man who pioneered it with the studio and it was a black man who made the movie what it is you know and and used the knowledge that he has of his of of the what's the word I'm looking for like a better term oppression against his people to make that creepy as fuck yeah. and scare the white people I scared white people too because a lot of people are just like good lord right so I I as, I'm trying to figure out how best for this what other horror movie over the last let's give it a time frame decade okay 10 years that's always a go to what horror movie over the last 10 years do you think should have been nominated for an Oscar now that Get Out is opening the door possibilities well, well since since uh, Sixth Sense was 90s it completely takes that one out of the mix okay well i'm not saying over a span of 10 years yeah. i'm saying within the last 10 years well no okay well let's go from six cents forward from six cents up until get out well, so that 23 year window that falls under what we were just talking about the whole the good the and bad right there there honestly there really hasn't been many horror movies to me that stuck out that way really yeah okay I'm, well you're you're more of the horror aficionado than me right i'm a little bit more of an apologist yeah okay because there, there's some where horror movies i freaking loved and everything but me being what i am towards like the oscars and everything i know like oh, they didn't yeah, have an award snob yeah it's gonna get a word snob. snob it's it, it still falls under the fact of like dark knight not getting nominated for best picture because that was the best batman movie ever it's one of the best comic book movies yeah, ever, that has yeah. ever been made yeah you're, I have a pick, and you're going to lie. No. I I honestly think The Purge should have been nominated. The original Purge, yeah. The original, the first Purge, should have been nominated for an Oscar. I can see that, but also, to the reason it didn't, violence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But no, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. So, anybody who maybe wants to let us know what you guys think, let us know what movie between Sixth Sense and Get Out you think should have been nominated for an yeah, Oscar. Yeah, throw it out to us. Let us know. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nowhere California. You can also email Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Wow. And as always, we have a website, NowhereCalifornia.com. Basically, just search Nowhere California. You're going to fucking find everything. Yeah, we, we, I think we have the corner of the Nowhere California. Yeah, I mean, to be online. honest with you, you unless got a very some, niche name there. Unless there's some weird clown porn desert thing. Right. Nowhere can oof. Yeah. Desert clowns. Yeah. Let's think about that for a second. Yeah. Are they dirty? 
Are they dusty? Or are they immune to the dirt? Well, you got to think if it's in the high desert, there's going to be dust. Okay. Now, does the dust stick to their makeup? Uh, is this going to lean to a different episode? Because if it is, then we probably should end this. Yeah, but now I'm so interested. Yeah. Well, I guess until then, uh, this has been Josh. This has been Doug. And we'll see you next time in nowhere. Maybe Santa Clarita? <laughs> Maybe Los Angeles? Maybe. We can come from anywhere with this little pocket thingy. Bye. Bye.